Welcome to Showboys, a podcast that delves into the world of film and TV. Hosts Nick, Mike, and Chad take their water cooler talk from the office to the web as they discuss their favorite movies, shows, and all other content in between. In this week's episode, Nick and Mike are joined by fellow music lover James to talk about some of their favorite album covers and other musical tomfoolery. So, what's listening? My good friends, uh, Nick and James. Uh, how you doing, guys? Doing fantastic. How are you, Michael? Great, great. How are you, James? I'm doing great. I just want to make an entrance when you said my name. Yeah, there you go. I, I enjoyed it. <laughs> no, it was, it was, it was perfect. You know, you, you you came in right on time there. Um, Fell out of your chair. That's right. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> um, yeah, I'm really excited. We have a really fun episode tonight. Um, this will be the first ever of its kind too we already got a couple people chilling in chat cozy contagion how's it going thanks buddy uh ugly kid joe cross the man the myth the legend i'm here and wearing pants let's do this well i mean nobody said you had to wear pants yeah i guess you you have to i guess um must have been called out on it before on his (laughs) on his streams (laughs) yeah i don't know what kind of crazy streams you're doing over there joe but keep it up He's just watching or whatever. Uh, yeah, just chatting. Is that yes? That's oh yeah, the yeah, yeah, yeah. He's uh, <laughs> yeah, he's he's into the uh, hot tub streams for sure. Um, anyway, we need a what's chatting uh, series of pot episodes. <laughs> I mean, isn't that every episode? Yeah, except we wear uh, pants and shirts. Yeah, that's true. Uh, but yeah, here we are. Another episode. Another Thursday. Uh, just. One episode closer to 100, you know. Another one. Closer every every week. Uh, before we get started, though, I wanted to shout out our top-tier patrons and uh, give them a special thanks. Uh, Tim B. and Yusuf H., thank you guys so much for uh, supporting us. Uh, and all of our other patrons over there on our Patreon page, uh, your support means the world and helps us continue to do what we do. So uh, thank you. Uh, if you're interested or have no idea what Patreon is, you can head over to patreon.com slash showboys podcast um and check out uh all the different tiers we have uh tiers starting as low as one dollar going all the way up to ten dollars um with uh they all have different perks and rewards and benefits so uh, go check it out and if you uh feel so obliged to support us you can do it there thank you so much um we have a merch shop also the episode or the link is in the episode description uh and of course join our discord um but hey got all that boring crap out of the way uh (laughs) we have a special episode tonight it's our first ever what's listening so tonight all music we're talking nothing but music um which is exciting because the three of us big music heads uh and I would venture to say all a uh, very a very wide net of musical genres I would I would say between the three of us. 
Um, Absolutely. But yeah. So, uh, James, you're new here. This is your first time on the podcast. Um, yeah. A, a good friend. You know, we go back. Mm-hmm. Uh, we've even done music together, which is oh, cool. Yeah. yeah. Um, but yeah, man, why don't you uh, start off just telling people maybe your like background in music? Uh, yeah. I don't know. That might be a cool thing to know. Yeah, absolutely. And my, my cool background just got just uh, shut off. So I'm going to pull that back up here in a second. But <laughs> I'm all, I was already, man. Everything's just like, <laughs> but uh, yeah, so in a, in a nutshell, um, yeah, I'm James. I, my, uh, I go with James the Professor because I'm, uh, I'm a professor at Kent State University and stuff. And I thought that would be, uh, it's, it's a funny, funny way to address myself because it's really pretentious and I like to be. <laughs> uh, but I, uh, it's ironically pretentious. So, um, but no, I, you know, yeah, Mike, Mike and I, you know, we, we go back, I don't even know. Like, I was looking at Facebook uh, the other day and I saw stuff from like early, I don't know, mid, mid 2000s on us, like 2005 or something, 2007 or something like that. But um, yeah, so we've known each other for a long time. And um, yeah, so I've been, yeah, playing guitar since I was 10. And I'm like 43, man, I'm super old. So I've been playing, <laughs> playing guitar for, you know, 33 years. And uh, so, yeah, and I, so I've been like rock bands and I've made music and play with my wife. I've done with, uh, you know, write music and do electronic stuff and rock stuff and, you know, mellow indie stuff, whatever. We played at church, you know, for years and years. And so, I've, you know, I've kind of been all over the place. And so I'm a big uh, music nerd. I, my little great, you know, grade school kids, you know, they love, you know, the teachers say like, what kind of music do you like? And they're like, Black Sabbath and, you know, <laughs> Van Halen, you know, so <laughs> it's funny. My kids can like, you know, you turn it on, they're like, they know, like from the first couple of notes, it's just like, that's Black Sabbath. That's, you know, it's crazy. Blink, Blink 182. Um, you know, whatever. So they, you know, they love music. I love music. And so I've, I told, I always tell them, you know, I say, you know, you can, you can listen to anything you want. I say, you know, it's like, as long as you're listening to music, I don't care what it is. You're, I'll, I'll give you a free, free reign there and I uh, won't give you a hard time. And you know, like some of my daughters the other day, you know, she was telling me, she was like, uh, what did she say? It was, and she said that, you know, the kids are always sometimes like, Oh, I heard this. I like this. And, you know, I'm always like, okay, okay. And then she said, um, dad I, I really love this new uh this new uh, musician and i was like oh yeah who is it she's like billy eilish and i was like oh my god <laughs> old and, I was, eilish. and i was she's, i was like i what's a now she say she's all the rage man i know she's all the rage and i was just like all right and i i in my in my soul i'd say i have to stick to my guns man so i just like yeah cool let's let's cool. listen so, so you listen said to billy. anything i said anything no so i listened to billy eilish for a while for like whole day at work and i was like all right i see what you're saying yeah anyway, so yeah so I'm, I'm a big music nerd i love everything from 80s metal to like you know electronic stuff to like eminem you know all that stuff i'm I like all, all over the place so i just like it loud like it aggressive like it angry that's, that's how it goes man <laughs> well that's that's eminem in a nutshell yeah, that's yeah. it there you go yeah. <laughs> um nick nick what's your uh your musical background where where'd your love for music come from you know um you know i i like this story because i don't play any instruments um i can't read music i'm basically broken in that sphere of things like i'm i'm, I'm probably like even through like college i was told like i could never like clap on beat or anything like that which <laughs> real bizarre to me because uh I don't know. It's just weird things like that. But I, I maybe it's because I never listened to music probably until I was nine, 
maybe nine or ten um like zero none like it just wasn't about the household or like i guess my parents listen to like you know what it's now classic rock and all that kind of stuff but like it just never registered with me i was just too busy with like playing with lego um <laughs> so like music never really clicked um until like the slim shady lp came out oh. um and then it just like you know all the lyrics from like that to the Eminem show was just like me, like infested in my brain, um, mm. just like took hold. And then just kind of naturally from there, it was just like the whole aftermath crew, like Interscope and, you know, 50 Cent, that whole just gr- type of rap um, that kind of was very predominant there in the early 2000s, late 90s. Um, and that's really just kind of like the extent of where it all started. And then it's just been rap really ever since with, <laughs> the lone exception of my sister who is 11 years older than me when I was also around that age. And even before then there's just tons of like songs that are just in my brain that I have no idea what they are. And over the years I've rediscovered like what they were because she would listen to music in the Mm. car and I would just have all these random songs from like the late (laughs) nineties in my head. Um, So that's, that's been fun. And that's always, I felt like a little bit of a, groundwork for the other stuff that i like on top of the rap um mm-hmm. so that's really the extent of it other than that i'm not much more depth i like beats mm-hmm. i like yeah. i like the production i get really deep into that i, I gotta fun. say i like earl gray tea trees uh like youtube profile picture that's oh yeah awesome. yeah um yeah, the earrings a little right? little happy sad it's great uh what were you gonna say though james yeah i was was gonna say i think that that's really cool that you know your nick you mentioned about you know your your sister you listen to music and it kind of pulling you in and it's you know sinking into your brain as i was just gonna say i think that's a real i I just feel like that's a really interesting concept with how we understand and kind of embrace art and music and things like that is like you know what you kind of grow up with and even in one of my uh college classes you talk about biculturalism you know understanding other yeah. cultures they talk about your heart music you know it's like what yeah. you kind of grew up with what's kind of connects with you yeah. my dad my dad listened to a lot of classic rock and was just a big music uh you know, big music fan big music nerd and so even when we were kids you know we, like grade school it's like man hundred dollars if you can name me the guitar players for this <laughs> band he didn't have a hundred dollars but he was um, always asking that so his james james's dad legendary <laughs> legendary bet butch is, is one of my favorite people on the planet earth shout Seriously. out <laughs> shout out butch butch uh, that's right no, dude i, I love uh, i love butch um but yeah it's, i mean similarly uh you know my my dad always like had 97.5 or mm-hmm. rock 1069 um <laughs> on in the car whenever we were driving around uh, so I grew up a lot on, you know, classic rock. Um, occasionally he'd let us listen to our like top 40 stations. Uh, <laughs> but like I used to, I used to like sit in my room and try to like record the songs I liked on cassettes. Like yeah. whenever they would come on, like, oh, I gotta like hit record. <laughs> um, but yeah, man, like music has been a part of my life for as long as I can remember. Um, at least like li- listening to music. Um, like one of my favorite parts of uh, gaming actually is 
uh, all of the songs and bands that I've discovered mm-hmm. through playing Madden because believe it or not, Madden and even the baseball game, it was like triple play for a while. And then it was like MVP baseball or whatever. Uh, but those EA sports games, I mean, the basketball games, they all have like really amazing soundtracks. I discovered Avenged Sevenfold through like Madden 04 or whatever. Oh, yeah? Like chapter four was on that soundtrack. And I was like, me and my friend were like, this rules. And then uh, we went and saw them at the garage shop in Cleveland. <clears throat> and it was one of the coolest shows I've ever been to. Like My Chemical Romance opened and it was before any of them were big. I mean, it was back in like 04, like I said. Um so it was like a re- the grog shops, like a real small, like couple hundred person place is great bar. Uh, so it was like a really cool, intimate show. Uh, but yeah, eventually, like I had always wanted to learn how to play music. And by my junior or senior year, I taught myself how to play bass and then joined a really crappy punk band and then joined a slightly less crappy metal band where I learned how to play guitar. And I've just been playing guitar and bass and dabble on piano like ever since, uh, and listening to music all the time, actually to the point now where like, I don't even know what to listen to anymore. (laughs) Like my lo-fi, lo-fi something. (laughs) My musical listening uh, catalog these days is basically like lo-fi Nintendo remixes. (laughs) (laughs) Uh, But it's, it's funny to look back on my, my listening adventure through life. Mm. Um, Like I had a really big metal phase, like really big metal phase. Um, Then I've, went into rap and then I went into like indie folk stuff. And then I went into like some weird, like (laughs) outlaw Americana, like country stuff. Like um, I have to clarify because I hate country Uh, like shaky graves or uh, shoot. I forget the other guy's name. Uh, I'll look it up when someone else is talking, but um, (laughs) yeah, it's just like, I don't know. I just, I I love music so much Mm -hmm. and uh, I'm really excited to have this episode tonight because um, any, any chance I have to talk about music in any regard, I will take for sure. Uh, And I'm excited to talk about it with you guys because you guys have the same appreciation. I feel, you know, that's right, man. Um, We're about to rebrand the podcast. Yeah. (laughs) Uh, Let's go through some comments here. Cozy says me and Nick have a past with Legos. Good times. Lots and lots of Legos. Need to hear about this past. What were you and Cozy building? All kinds of stuff. And mostly like, it was mostly, I feel like it was me trying to just like confiscate all his Lego and like bring it over to uh, (laughs) my house. I feel like that was like my, my secret goal all the time, whether he knew it or not. Uh, Bio says, I learned about head PE from Madden. Exactly. See? Exactly. And you know, I mean, you can't forget the Tony Hawk games, legendary soundtracks. Shout out head PE, man. Yeah. Uh, Cozy says he saw them. Their song, Other Side, just like next level. Like, this is always burned in my brain. I keep calling him Bio, but we learned from last episode. I don't know if you uh, caught it, Nick, but uh, it's actually... If we're gonna shorten his name, it's Siv. 
It's Siv, yeah, yeah. Yeah, Jordan got it right. None of us did. Um, but Siv says, same here. I have a signed skateboard from Jared. Ooh. Um, so that's pretty cool. Because he says, been with my girl 10 years now, one of our first dates. Awesome. Um, yeah, so so the, the topic tonight, um, we wanted to uh, pick our top three uh, favorite album arts. Uh, thinking like, you know, pieces that you would actually hang up and display in your house as like artwork. Um, so that's what we did. We all picked, uh, you know, our three favorite. Uh, I think we probably also all have some honorable mentions. I know I was just going through my Spotify playlist uh, or history or what, like all my different playlists I have. And I, I wrote down like 20 something that I chose from. So I have a few honorable mentions. Uh, and now that I was, we were talking, like I forgot to even put one down uh, that I'll just throw out as an honorable mention right now. Uh, my dad used to listen to Boston all the time. And then like, I actually really enjoy Boston from time to time still. Hey man. Hey man. Uh, but their, their album Boston is that that artwork is amazing. You got the three UFOs with the blue flames. Pretty awesome. Um, yeah. yeah, so we're gonna go through, uh, make our picks, tell you why we like them. You know, probably get in some other conversations. Uh, for those of you watching on YouTube, um, if you're out here on the live stream, feel free to keep commenting in. Um, we do have uh, up in Discord our answer the boys topic. You know, asking what your favorite album artwork is. You can also throw it in the chat. We'll throw it on the screen, talk about it. Um, but for those of you listening to the audio-only version, we will try to do our best to describe the album cover for you guys uh, because you are not visually looking at it like those on YouTube are. So uh, we'll try our best, uh, but no promises. Um, so Nick has gathered the artwork into a folder, and we'll be throwing the art on the screen and whoever's pick comes up we'll talk about it so um while he's getting that ready ugly kid joe cross comments in he says right i was literally typing up the tony hawk game as you mentioned it sounds like a whole other show is brewing hey <laughs> that's not a bad idea yeah, uh, let's talk about games with epic soundtracks yeah, this is gonna be a can of worms i'm telling you because yeah. music's the one thing Right, I feel like I can I can compartmentalize shows and movies and a lot of other things in terms of like, oh yeah, these are my top five. These are things I like. Like this is for sure better than this. Mm. Music, like every time I start to do that, I just get sidetracked and I'm like, you know what? I can't do this. It's impossible because one, mm. there's just like too much <laughs> that I've heard. And yeah. like I don't want to discredit anything by putting anything <laughs> above it. It's it's tough. Like yeah. Music is just a never ending like like mental gymnastic game of just mm -hmm. like oh but this but then there's this if i mm -hmm. say this about that then that must be true about this and it just it never ends <laughs> oh that's true man well i was gonna say actually you know I, I will say before you get into this this topic i was thinking about this i was thinking like you know because the 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 narrow you can't this, this whole topic has to get really ultra narrow because initially the question is like what's your favorite album what's your favorite album art and then you think, what's your favorite album art? Okay. And then it's like, but yeah, but it's what, what, what would you hang in your house? Very so different. This, <laughs> so this is like a unique thing because it's not just like what's cool 
it's also like, well, what would you want in your house? And then there's another aspect of it's very subjective because what kind of art do you like? Right. <laughs> you know what I mean? And yeah. what would your what would your wife approve of, you know, so to speak? <laughs> and so that, these are things that I, I read through in my head. So we all take, I know we all take a project from different angles, but that was something I had in my mind as I thought, like, as I was going through, I was like, you know, looking at 80s albums. I was like, I don't know. Some of these are not yeah. really, you know. You know. So James isn't going to have any cannibal corpse up on his wall. <laughs> it's true. It's true. Yeah. <laughs> Well, another, I mean, a big, a big part of the way I also like and interpret and analyze music is, you know, what draws like conversation out of people. Like I'm, I, I probably, these aren't necessarily anything like my wife would like, or probably many that anyone would like on their wall, but mm. I want people to ask me like, why do you like that? Why is that hanging on your wall? Mm. Like, that's mm. really why mm. some of these are up there. Um okay. And that's, uh, I need to get these on my wall. Um, yeah. You know, just especially like my idea is like getting the vinyls of it because basically that stands as like a picture on the wall and just like hang the vinyl up there uh, oh, in yeah. its cover. It's a little cooler looking than like a CD case. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> or even a tape uh, case. Will... It's like this little. Yeah, yeah, exactly. I will say the thumbnail for the episode tonight is very, very cool. Yeah, I would man. even you know take the text off there and hang that up on the wall yeah man you know and um i had my wife aaron um step in and help me out with this one because i was because the original one was the idea but i was like there's something i want to be able to do that really kind of like takes us to the next level and it's that what listening and i like mess with that for a while and i really like where that how that turned out i hope you guys mm. like it as well um but the what listening is actually kind of like a purple haze color transparent. And it's actually the dirty Sprite two um, <laughs> cloud in the background. Oh, yeah. So it's got this cool. very, very like wavy trippy. Yeah. Um, that's sweet. Feel to it. Then with the neon green, I had fun doing this one. And yeah. then you guys, you guys gave a lot of, uh, we were very diverse. 15 <laughs> albums right here yeah, um, so yeah. that was that was fun putting that all together so i had yeah. a lot of fun um yeah i'm excited to get going so let's do it let's uh throw the first one up and see what we got what do we have the suspense is killing me oh okay okay so we got uh one of my picks here now uh again we didn't really do this in like order from you know, three to one or one to three. Um, I suck at doing that. So this is just like the my three favorites in no particular order. Uh, and this one is an album called The Oh Hello, or it's called Dear Wormwood by The Oh Hellos. And um, I chose this one. Uh, one, I mean, one, it just, it looks cool. You know, you got like mm-hmm. a, a, a green uh you know envelope that's been through the mail you have the the postage there's two stamps one's you know a, a slightly darker shade of maroon one is blue uh and on the front there it says dear wormwood you know comma the oh hellos and then you got like address and there's stamps all over like the postage stamps but then like ink stamps um looks really cool looks like a oh uh traveled envelope you know yeah. um but i i particularly like 
I, I threw this one up there at one because the art does look cool, but two, this album itself is special to me and I really, really appreciate it. Um, so this a concept album based off the screw tape letters, uh, which is a book by C.S. Lewis, um, which you may know from the line, the witch in the wardrobe and, uh, that series of books. Um, but the screw tape letters, that is a, uh, that is a book that is written from the perspective of a is it i forget if it's um it's from the perspective of a demon trying to um basically persuade uh, a christ follower um from following christ basically is like the the main gist of the book and it's like uh i think it's like an uncle and a nephew, the uncle is like trying to train the nephew how to do this, how to persuade people. Um, so it's like a series of, of letters and training instructions to the nephew. Uh, this album is from the perspective of the person who is trying to be like tempted or whatever. Hmm. Um, them writing letters to Wormwood, who is, you know, the character in the screw tape letters. Uh, and it's, it's, it's very, it's, it's first off their music's great. They're like a, an indie folky band. Um, but yeah, it, each song is just like a journey through the, the entire process of overcoming that temptation and like standing firm in, in your faith. And, uh, I don't know. I just, I love the album. Uh, and that kind of played a large part into my pick for the album art. But again, with the concept of the album, with the art being, you know, an envelope that's been through the mail, it's like a series of letters. So it's, it, it all works in tangent and hand in hand uh, mm -hmm. to deliver um, a package that, you know, carries a pretty impactful message, I think. Hmm. So I don't know if, if either of you guys have heard of this band. I'm going to, probably go out on a limb and say maybe not i know nick <laughs> definitely hasn't no uh, idea but james have you and amy listened to the El hellos yeah I'm, I'm familiar with them i actually i don't i couldn't i don't know that i've heard them i've heard of them i'd have to i'll have to text amy and ask her right now so I'll find out but um yeah so i i, I feel like looking at it, i was gonna ask you is this like a folk rock kind of yeah deal? yeah but uh yeah i i sound, i feel like i can you talking about it like yeah i can i can feel it and it looks it's cool. Yeah, but I, I would just, you know, throw that in a frame. I'd put it on my wall for sure. Mm. Uh, but yeah. Cool. That's great, man. That's cool. I, I appreciate the, the background on that. And that's good stuff. Yeah. That's I probably think... the one that is, it's probably the only pick that I picked that I, has any actual thought into why I picked it. <laughs> <laughs> Let me look at your other ones here. Yeah. So glad we just got that one out of the way. Um, start with a strong one for you no that's cool um yeah this this one is cool i like uh, it has that vintage look and it, it does kind of have that canvasy kind of like art look to it as well so mm -hmm. i guess that it checks that box um how big how big of a of a frame would this be in your house mm -hmm. like whole wall like little little <laughs> yeah we'll just 10 do an by 10 wall that is uh yeah. this album cover um 
No, I like your idea. So I'm looking <clears throat> off to the side here because this is a largely unused black canvas of yeah. a wall here. The only thing that's on it is my you know, one acoustic guitar hanging here on a hook. Um, but I like your idea of of like the vinyl size, yeah. right? And just like, I mean, even thinking of the thumbnail, just doing this wall right here, just covered in, in vinyls. <laughs> yeah. Becca okay. probably would flip out <laughs> and love it because it's awesome yeah, yeah. We'll maybe I, mean, I, I doubt it but i would but love it. i would say i think that that does have a good uh a good aesthetic though it's it's got a good it's you know the the tr world traveler feel and i feel like mm -hmm. you can do the envelope size even but i feel like that's, that's like, yeah that's, i feel like it's a good it's a good pick man i feel like it's got meaning it's got some depth it, it looks like it you know I think that'd be something a good conversation starter well thanks uh i, I hope i set the bar high i know i did for myself because it's all downhill from here <laughs> so. i can't wait to get to some yeah. of your honorable mentions one of them in particular is just like yeah. fantastic <laughs> yes all right what's next what is next okay so hey I also i i just gotta say i hope i did an okay job describing that to someone who wasn't looking at that's going to be the tricky part i feel like yeah like how are you going to describe this nick so um <laughs> yeah this 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 is definitely kind of like um this is this is futures ds2 album it's part of his basically legendary 2015 2016 run where he dropped like four mixtapes and an album in the course of like a year or two um and they were all just fantastic and this is basically, I mean, one of the pinnacles of uh, his career. And it's it's a true masterpiece of an album. Um, and there's actually a really good commentary version of the album where it's like the song. And then there's like a comp, like a two minute commentary about the song. Oh, nice. um, it's it's produced by um, Metro Boomin. And it's really cool because a lot of the songs, like the way he records is he kind of just says what's like good catchy, like in his mind, just kind of freeform rapping. And then Metro and the other producers, they would rearrange his vocals and form the song from like basically right. scraps um, of how he recorded it. And like the way they just like assembled this is just fantastic. Um, but the art is equally legendary. Um, Cause for me, it, it just, check so many boxes um and the way it's kind of described is i would say it's it's like this hazy trippy ink and water yeah that's and it kind of makes like a like a cloud and it's pretty funny though too um there's a lot of random like pop culture facts tidbits about this so like the super bowl the next year there was um it wasn't the super bowl it might have been the super bowl, but it was like um it was a Mm, what was the it's like some sort of medication it was like a cough medication or whatever and mm. in the ad they had a vapor like cough from someone and it was exactly like this composite of colors and form um so mm. like that got memed about a bit on the internet mm. that and, does look like a uh a covid filled cough droplet for sure yeah <laughs> Yeah, and obviously um looks, looks dangerous, dude. Yeah, and, and DS2 um is a actually a sequel to his 
one mixtape called Dirty Sprite 2, which is obviously Dirty Sprite, if anyone's familiar with that term. Um, you know, some it's a specialized drink with some medication in it and mixed mm. with Sprite and some Jolly Ranchers. Um, <laughs> but to me, it really kind of symbolizes that as well. Like, it's just very kind of liquidy, trippy, kind of looks like it as well. Um, has that purple haze to it. But the fun thing about this image is it is actually his label bought it from Shutterstock for $80. Oh, wow. <laughs> it no is way. a stock photo. Um, and the cool thing about that is it's also been purchased and used before on a chemistry book um, prior to that. So that's awesome. Yeah. This is kind of um, cause like Drake future and like some other rap artists, they kind of have this thing for, they find these really cool stock photos and they use them for album art and they just, <laughs> they just go down in like history. It's just like amazing mm. for that fact alone. That's um, hilarious. That's cool. But yeah, just kind of like between the fact that it's a great album um, and it's such, I don't know, it's such a unique image. I would, I would hang this on my wall. Cause one, I want people to ask me about it and be like, what is that? And I, and I would love to talk about this album for days. Mm. Uh, I, I could do an episode on this album alone. Cozy contagion says, Drink. Um, and, and old Joe cross here says, God, I knew that looked familiar. I have that book somewhere. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> um, I don't know whether or not to be impressed or concerned. Um, <laughs> that is a chemistry book. Yeah, I mean, it makes sense because he's like a, I don't know, cement a, mixer yeah, guy. He's a, so yeah, he, makes he, sense. he watches cement dry and like yeah. makes sure it's the, the the right viscosity and all that fun stuff. Yeah, you know what else this kind of looks like? Um, it, it looks like somebody's gender reveal party was very confused. <laughs> <laughs> it is all the genders. <laughs> yeah, it's like... Ah. Uh, but the more and more I stare at it, it like it definitely looks like the like food coloring or paint in some sort of liquid. But the more you look at it, you can kind of like see it, in the blue parts, like it, it looks br like brush strokey. Oh, there's an eyeball. There's two eyeballs in it. Oh yeah, right there. There's an eye. Wait, I wonder there's if that's over there. Oh, that's weird. There's another one. Oh, Go upset. down a little bit. What's that? Oh, there's Great. a mouth. Okay. Two eyes. Okay. We got a face. I've never seen that. Okay. Wow, bro. <laughs> Look at that. We're just making discoveries here on Showboys. And um, um, you know, bring up the blue. Like this is also very this is very liquidy down here, but it almost gets kind of like smoky up here. Yeah. So it's, I mean it's just a fantastic image. It's it's just Sib it. says it looks like when you run through one of those 5k color runs, the powder. <laughs> Dude, it really does. That's a great, great description. Yeah, that's good. Um, yeah, you, you did a good job describing that. That's a hard one to describe to someone who's not looking at it, Nick. <laughs> good. I'm glad. Um, look it up, it's fantastic. Um, yeah. but yeah, I don't know. It's it, it's great. I love this. Um, I, this is like my phone screensaver for the longest time, too. Oh, um, that would be good. That I mean, if you take out the 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 future DS2 in the upper left and the parental advisory in the bottom right, it literally looks like a piece of art. So right, yeah, absolutely does. 
That's crazy. Yeah. There's a face in there. <laughs> yeah, that's definitely future. They must have modified that slightly. <laughs> that's cool. Were you going to say something, James? No, just saying, yeah, that's cool. That's cool. Yeah, I can see the face in there, and that's, that's good. I can't unsee it now. I know. That's all I could see. I think I might have actually ruined it for myself because now it's a little. Thanks, <laughs> yeah, thanks Mike. Jeez. <laughs> thanks, for being, thanks for being observant. Yeah. Hey, you know. Also, you lose some. One of the greatest intros to an album, the first song. It's just it just sets it up perfectly. It's fantastic. Yeah. I, I need to I need to need to do a whole episode. I could talk about this album for like two hours probably. There you go. Um, breakdown episode. Just me. <laughs> I'm here for it. What do we got next? Oh, we got we got James. You're up. Whoop whoop. Boom. Nope. You gotta talk about the chemistry <laughs> book. Um, so the chemistry. Twelfth uh, grade M twelve. <laughs> oh yeah, he is the professor. Math, like math twelve Sorry, chemistry. Um, I, I, do, I teach management though. I don't know anything about chemistry. I didn't. I don't even have. Chem- I don't know if I had chemistry to be honest with you. I don't know. Yeah, full track. But here we go. You're, you ready? Well, well, ready. Uh, under mm-hmm. oath. Okay. So this is the most. I would say this one took the most. Um, what's the word? Uh, direct approach in terms of how I approach this assignment is I said, like I was thinking, I was going through all the albums. I was actually listening to this one uh, with George Chicago this weekend. And it's a great album. It is. And I was like, I was like, well, what, what do I have? What, what albums do I listen to that I would like want on the wall? And I will say like, so in my world, I will say, as I was kind of going through this, at least it's kind of set this up to saying like, thought like, what would I want on my wall? And I went through like yeah, a lot of eighties albums, a lot of things. I was like, Nope, 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 Nope. <laughs> you know, <laughs> But in the in the two thousands, there's better you know uh, digital cameras and like the the imagery is a lot more kind of like crisp you know. And I saw this, I was like, yeah, like if you take off the letter, the wording, it's like that's I would love that on my wall. And I have stuff like that in my house, kind of thing of that background. Um, and I think yes, in the in the the heavy music world, uh, you know, the people who would have the most kind of like ambient, kind of like nice artistic covers are like progressive metal some like heavy uh i don't know like hardcore it's not hardcore bands but you know under oath is like a good they kind of used to be kind of screamo back in the day you know they would Mm -hmm. consider so they kind of have it's like you know thought-provoking whatever but but honestly it just looked nice to me i thought like yeah this is a great album uh put on i I would put this on my wall like for sure um as an album though um yeah i love this one it's very straightforward uh they you know they kind of when they came out on the scene uh they were uh, originally you know, kind of underground more on the underground scene so to speak they were more just like uh real just super heavy you know kind of death metal type stuff and then they uh at some point changed their lead singer and so they got more kind of the whiny screamo kind of classic they were <laughs> one of the real big uh, yeah. whiny screamo type of bands and uh this is like when they kind of i feel like found their real voice and saw some depth and you know lyrics are good the music's real heavy and kind of hits you in the face and uh, so they got real real popular too so this is like their f- fourth kind of mainstream uh kind of album so but yeah that's, yeah. that's a, ahead, i man. feel like on this album aaron and spencer like really found their groove together mm-hmm. as like the you know, this era had a lot of like dual vocalist type yeah. bands you have like mm-hmm. an under oath you had you know aaron behind the kit you know, mm-hmm. singing mostly and then spencer doing the screaming vocals but then you know you had bands like taking back sunday who had a pretty 60 40 split of 
you know, two singers singing at the same time. Um, but like, I feel like this album, they sounded so good together. And then like, yeah. like you said, the music uh, was very heavy on this album in particular. Mm-hmm. Um, I, I listened to this one so much, mm-hmm. uh, but if you take away the text, Nick could throw it on his wall and you know you might think, oh, we're on Tatooine, his favorite yeah. planet. You know, <laughs> yeah. I know, right? I mean, even your wall, you got several Star Wars uh, posters. You got some some Star Wars pops over there. Right you know, there, man. Oh, boy, yeah, that's right. Chad's yeah. favorite planet. Yeah, <laughs> hey, better. it's 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 a classic. You know, yeah. um, I, I I like the uh, define the great line. There's something like kind of a very I sound like Great Wall, Gobi Desert, like kind of feel like this is a Northern Asia kind of mm-hmm. area. I'm just thinking, what is the Great Line here? Is is it like the ridge of the the dunes there, or what's uh, the like, purpose well, of the name? The title, I think it's yeah. more of like, I don't, I don't really, know. I, I never thought about that, but I think, I mean, I think that there, it's more about maybe the Great Line. It's some, it's more for these guys would be more. Uh, some existential meaning of like, you know, spirituality or kind of like kind of choice, life choices type stuff. You know, I think that's kind of more they mean, but what would you say, Mike, do you have an answer on that? Uh, I would probably agree with you without having put much thought into it. And <laughs> listening to yeah. this album in so long, <laughs> yeah. but uh, from like the type of band they were, uh, that makes a lot of sense. Yeah. Um, but yeah, that's good. Joe Cross says, OMG, I was thinking that too. One sun away. <laughs> nice, nice. It is. I man. mean, that's it Luke is. walking on the ridge, and there's I some mean, Tuscan Raiders on the other I mean, side. Yep, and exactly. might as well be. Yeah. I always thought the Tuscan Raiders just sounded like uh, walruses. Walry? <laughs> What's the plural there? I mean, that probably is what they sampled to make that sound. <laughs> they have they have like an entire documentary about the, the audio of Star Wars. Nice. Yeah. yeah, I think you've told me to watch it about 50 times no that's a different one that's about mando oh. which is very similar but like there's one on the original trilogy from the 90s oh nice mm. i will say the only episode of the mando thing that you told me to watch was the one with ludwig thank god um, i mean that was really the only one that mattered. all right the second one is with about the stage the, the oh, yeah. surround gotta, stage. Gotta, gotta it's like episode that. two get to it skip sorry. go go sorry, go sorry. <laughs> episode over go watch it <laughs> Nice. All right. What's what's up next? What's up next? Are we back to me. Oh, <laughs> yes. Classic. I love this album and the cover so much. Um, this is uh, the group Injury Reserve and their album Live from the Dentist Office. Uh, and if I can describe this to someone who's not watching, it is a portrait of a uh, pretty white dude in a yellow shirt exposing his gold grill um, on a lightish blue, almost teal background. (laughs) Um, So I chose this uh, just because it's, (laughs) it's funny looking and uh, I don't know this, this has always been borderline iconic to me. Um, just the simplicity. It's just like a, a selfie of a guy. Um, 
I like the uh, the whole live from the dentist office thing plays into um, the group recording this uh, this record from a dentist office actually. Uh, so that, but I like the play you know, live from the dentist office, and he's like showing off his grill. So you know, you got the the teeth, the wordplay there. Um, but injury reserve is one of my favorite uh, like rap groups is that what you call a a more than one person like it's it's a, a trio well it's a duo of rappers and then their producer they uh it's you know a trio i guess so yeah rap group um yeah i'm not uh, a huge rap aficionado as yourself Nick, <laughs> so i don't want to sound like a giant boomer over here oh, yes, <laughs> oh, it's a great rap group you know um <clears throat> but uh what a rap quartet just kidding yeah exactly. <laughs> uh but no i i don't even remember how i've stumbled on this band or this group uh it might have actually been so like little background my my day job is just basically spreadsheeting all day long so uh and uh like several years ago it was you know traveling several hours away to go work out of county courthouses uh, you know, looking up deeds and stuff uh, for uh, property ownership and whatnot. So between the long car rides or sitting at the office in my desk, they, you know, let us listen to music or whatever. So we all had headphones at the, at the office. Um, Spotify was basically on six of my eight hours of the workday. Uh, so some of my like Spotify year in reviews were absolutely insane. But uh, with that being said, a thing that Spotify does is they give you a discover weekly playlist. And if you're, if you're a Spotify user, you probably know what I'm talking about. If you're not, what they do is <clears throat> based off of all of the things you listened to the week before they generate a playlist of similar type bands artists genres of music that you haven't necessarily listened to but they're similar to bands or songs that you have listened to so it's a it's a you know discover weekly so the aim is to get you to find some new music so uh i would oftentimes throw that playlist on i think that's where i found injury reserve um in one of my rap phases, they probably showed up on Discover Weekly. Okay. In particular, let me look up the uh, the song. It was it was one song in particular that really pulled me in, and it's like to me, it's it's the iconic like summertime song. Anytime, <laughs> right around this time of year, when I'm able, well, maybe in like a few weeks when I'm able to comfortably ride with my windows down in the car. Nah. Um, <laughs> this song like has to go on and has to be like turned up as loud as possible. Uh, it is called <laughs> whatever dude. Great classic. <laughs> um, but I, I love this band because they kind of bring back the, the feel of, of like late nineties, early two thousands, just like MC type rap like i really don't know how else to describe it it just has kind of like a 
an old school type of vibe and sound to it specifically this album but um you know they have a couple couple that are more recent songs like jailbreak the tesla is a really good one oh yeah um i think campfire might be one with uh amine or whatever but anyways we're not talking about the music side we're talking about the album art uh i just i love this i would totally put this on my wall people (laughs) might think like uh why do you have like a weird portrait of a cousin of yours i don't know i mean (laughs) it could be related i don't i don't know but i i like it it's it's interesting i uh no i mean this is i don't know if i would i don't know if i pick this one but i do appreciate (laughs) it because i like i like any sort of um album art that puts the emphasis right the subtle emphasis on the grill and like the grill culture and especially when it's just like awkward plain white dude that has his like a gold grill like mm-hmm. that's just always fantastic um yeah and he's like the expression on his face is well he doesn't have one it's well, just it's, <laughs> it's kind of like what is in my mouth right now like yeah. what's happening like, like it pains yeah. him uh yeah. like it, it's kind of like it's kind of like his mouth is still numb from getting a tooth pulled and he just happens <laughs> to have a grill in there oh man yeah yeah, we we caught him like uh, right after the procedure. <laughs> yeah, I don't even know what the procedure is for getting a grill. So, uh, yeah, man. Joe Cross yeah, says he's staring into my soul. That's the point. Maybe, maybe I get this and like put it in the kids' playroom or whatever, and be like, <laughs> "You're being like, we're You've watching you. We know That's what right. you're doing. You're gonna just put, trouble. put in the bathroom, other side of the toilet. So just kind of staring at you." Oh god, yeah. <laughs> outside of urinal or yeah, yeah. at a uh, restaurant, that's what I would do. I'd put yeah. it like atop a urinal. So when you're standing there, you're just looking into this dude's blue eyes. <laughs> yeah, see, I mean it's got um it's a multi-purpose piece of, of art that, yeah. that could be used that's for a lot thing. of things. I will say, you know, that that is a, a whole thing within like album art is awkwardness, you know, yeah, exactly. <laughs> staring into your soul dude uh if you just have the eyes definitely uh the eyes of a serial killer (laughs) like you just see that part he's definitely killed some dudes (laughs) true fantastic good one Mike. yeah all right what's what's next i'm excited oh man the next one oh this one's good what? Uh, not wrong. Wait, what I do? <laughs> What's yours? We'll do that one. I don't know why that one's going next, but it's you all you, James. It is all very right. cool looking. Okay, yeah. let's do it. So yeah, my pick is uh, so this is one of my uh, one of my top three picks. Uh, so it's Radiohead, Radiohead album. It's um, you know from Kid A, of course you say, and um, I, I picked it because okay, say so this like. It's it's cool. It's indie. Like it's a cool like um, as a band. It's a good album. A lot of good stuff on there. Um, so it's like I feel like it's again. It's like something that could be up on my wall in terms of just like it's like artistic, a little abstract. Um, got some pieces there. I've got literally art on my wall that looks just like this. My wife paints and it's very similar to like you know a little bit of like that kind of little abstract kind of feel a little bit. Um, but literally, if I said today right now, hey Amy, let's put this on our wall. She would immediately put it on her wall. Nice. She loves it. She loves this album. I have this literal album up in my 
like you know if the, the vinyl upstairs so it's like if i said let's do it she said let's do it like immediately uh so that's that's why i put it up here because i thought like well you gotta have gotta have one that you're like i'm literally putting i can put this in my wall like right yeah. now it's a layup that's right uh so why don't you try describing it the the look here yes thank you i every time i forget this so kid a radiohead it is a mountainscape white mountains kind of rough uh, mountains with some uh kind of like rough graphics like from like late 90s i would say you know kind of like over laid over top of it a little bit kind of like some gray streaks and stuff like that and uh, i mean it's it's almost like yeah so it's like super like kind of like what what do you want to say not mono but uh kind of if it's it's kind of like lord of the rings artwork um yeah yeah and also like are those the gondor like warning tower beacons that get lit <laughs> um, I yeah see two of them. i could the see that or i was gonna say volcano but i like the 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 pyres you know that that are lit for sure that's right um we have a, a couple comments real quick uh joe cross talking about live from the dentist office when you zoomed in really close he's got a cold sore and he does <laughs> he <did. laughs> yeah. totally um glad to see they didn't you know photoshop that out for the poor guy Right. Um, and then he also said, talking about Kid A here, it's Fortress of Solitude like. It is. it is very much so. Mm. I really like how it looks very textured. You know, like the 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 roughness of mm. it. It just looks. Yeah, I would. I would definitely hang this one up on my wall for sure. Yeah, and my wife just got this. I got this for her birthday on a T-shirt. So there you go. Oh, nice. That's um, so like goes depth. There's some depth there in terms of meaning. Yeah. And uh, but yeah, it's got, yeah. And on as, as a as a as a recording, like you said, you know, it's like there's different things you can throw on there, but there's some really good good stuff on there. It's a really good uh, classic kind of Radiohead stuff. So yeah, I'm I won't go in more to that, but that's that's why I picked it. So very nice, very nice. What you got, Nick? I was gonna say, I mean, I do like this. I do like this um, this imagery, especially because I used to, I used to associate with like this Lord of the Rings vibe. I even mm. see like it's there's like Mordor off to the right. Um, <laughs> yeah i could see, i could see that zoom in a little bit Fire, fiery sky um going on like it's just it's got a cool aesthetic to it even yeah. like the swirly almost like you know isoron <laughs> kind of stuff it's yeah these are these are the mountains it's, i could definitely see that as a as a lord of the rings yeah inspired picture yeah and i, and I know why my image got skipped because it's like the format it's like a web p format it's weird it's stupid but it works like and everything else but for some reason photos is just like skipping it oh man shirts see if i can open it okay so it opens in a web browser my bad on the computer come on i know i know bookmarks okay let's put it up Let's get it up. There it is. Mm. Oh, yeah. Very iconic imagery right here. What is this? This is Young Thug's mixtape that is called No, My Name is Jeffrey, otherwise known as just Jeffrey. Um, <laughs> and one, it was memed to death. Um, it had a lot of just at the time conversation around it it's obviously kind of a polarizing imagery um obviously like people do take issue with it 
um, I think it's fantastic just for like the conversation piece. And it is just, I don't know, to me, it's just like really great art. Um, it actually, and I actually have an article too. Um, well, the hat makes me think of the straw hats from Chad's Sekiro playthrough. <laughs> well, that's the funny thing. So we'll go through this GQ article. Um, oh, why don't you, why don't you describe it though? Oh yeah. So, um, it is actually a young thug in a, I believe it is technically a skirt or like a kilt type thing. And it's actually menswear from an Italian designer, hmm. um, which let's see here. What is his name? Alessandro Tricone. Um, oh yeah. I'm, I'm familiar. Yeah. Yeah. He's my favorite. Yeah. So everyone thought it was a dress. Um, and it actually technically is not. It's even has like the suspenders. It's more of kind of like a kilt type suspender type dress thing. But um, he later said that he was wearing it because he had a AK-47 like hidden. That's why he had to wear the dress because he had a gun underneath. That's the only way he could conceal the weapon. Um, I don't know. It's just iconic to me. Um, so if you kind of you could, I so love the like, title of this article. What was it? A troll for the ages. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. And all of all of his all of his albums, and it's actually like an honorable mention of mine. Is all his album art for all his albums and mixtapes are is just fantastic. Um, and he has an eye for fashion and just like art in itself. Mm. But the memes were also really good around the time. Um, a lot of people compared it to like, oh, Young Thug is now my favorite Mortal Kombat character. Um, <laughs> ah, <know>. yes. <laughs> <laughs> oh, that's amazing. So in, in the sphere of just like um, hip hop rap, it was just it was just a moment. Um, and it was also in that kind of like 2016 era where there was just a lot of great stuff going on. Um different variations of it. And some of these are, uh, they're obviously pretty old. Some of these tweets and they're not even loading, but, um, would yeah. you say that you say it was controversial because he, because he was theoretically wearing a dress. Is that like people and people are like, you're feminizing it or is it, what was weird about what was controversial? You know, it, it really was just mostly that just like people just, you know, constantly having issue with just men wearing dresses or feminine clothing. Um, that's kind of like the statement piece about it too. Cause he, is really big in the fashion. There is a video of him where he it's there's like a, it's like a Paris fashion show and he actually like is on the side and he actually steps up, walks onto the runway and fixes, fixes this dude's like outfit because it was wrong. He made it better. Um, so he is always just always about making a statement and I don't know it, uh, it got the buzz going, but yeah, just the fact that the whole like men wearing dresses thing, there's a recent kid Cuddy one uh, mm. that he had, and eh, really just has a statement piece. Um, but I also think it's just really, really, it's a really cool outfit though, too. If you really kind of like dig into it, because it's just kind of like more of a suspender type mm-hmm. outfit in my mind. Um, yeah. It's like, yeah. Uh, he was shrunk down and honey, I shrunk the kids and <laughs> a coffee filter fell on his head. <laughs> yeah. I mean, I always, I always like the, I forget what character, uh, Mortal Kombat, um, Raiden. Yeah. Raiden. Um, that's the, that's the best, best one. And he's just like ready to fight. And he's got like yeah. the swords. 
Um, but it it is also a one of my favorite albums by him um, or mixtapes, and every single song on the album is named after one of his like other musical idols. So they're just named things like Kanye West, Wycliffe Jean, Rihanna, Harambe. Uh, not a musical one, but he just uh, idolizes Harambe. Rip. Um, poor <laughs> Rest in peace, Harambe. Rest in peace. Um, <laughs> but yeah, it's it's mostly there because. I really like it and it would just be kind of like a statement piece hanging on my wall. Cause yeah. I know absolutely everybody would ask me like, what is that? Um, yeah. It's a fantastic album is what it is. <laughs> <laughs> so far, uh, both of your picks have been very like that literally looks like a piece of art. Yeah, yeah exactly. Um, so what I'm going for here. Siv says, I hope you notice Siv, that I've quit calling you Bio, and I'm now calling you Siv, and it Civ. is it's difficult because it's ingrained in my mind Civ. to call you Bio. Um, but anyways, he says, I mean, I love it. I'd wear one if I had the hat. I'd want mine in red though, black hat. Mm, okay, pretty, pretty, okay, pretty cool. It is very kind of like he's playing um Ghost of Tsushima right now, so yeah, it does look like a straw hat, um, yeah. samurai, so checks the box for sure i want to see bio wearing that on the next stream um, <laughs> while he while he's yes. playing ghosts or next time we go to the movie which probably i said that really weird but you know. <laughs> Ooh, back to kid a all right so what's next uh oh yeah Ooh. all right so my... really happy you threw this in here because I'm sad that I missed it, but oh, how could you miss this? Uh, so for my last of my, my three favorite uh, would be childish Gambino awaken my love. Uh, and I actually had two uh, Bino albums on here. The second one being because the internet, but I felt like I already had like the awkward uh, like portrait of a dude. Mm-hmm. Um <laughs> This is an awkward. This is not an awkward portrait at all, and it's very no, no, comforting. not not at all. Um, <laughs> Describe I mean, it. Can you zoom in a little bit? Because I want to see like what's going on behind the head here. Like, is this, this looks like water? Is it? Yeah. Is, like... this, is this like underwater? Like, what is the what is the white around the face? Like, there's so much unknown about this picture. Why does this person not have pupils? Um, it, it, this could be maybe um like some sort of tribal headdress. That's how I always kind of took it without kind of like reading in it too into it too far. Um, mm-hmm. but this kind of looks like wet asphalt, or this is the asphalt, and this is like a rainy. It's weird. Like yeah. it's almost like it's a inverted yeah asphalt that has so... rain droplets on it. This shows you how much I prepare. <laughs> this was my pick, and I know nothing about it <laughs> other than <laughs> I love the album and I love Charlie Albino. And this this piece of you know this image is very striking. Um, you have <clears throat> a face in the center here, and you just see the white of the eyes. You don't see pupils, uh, and the face is. Uh, surrounded by what I can only describe as uh, like uh, 
a circle of Q-tips. It looks like. <laughs> yeah. Uh. uh, and then you could like we were, we've been debating about what the background is. It's it's kind of blackish, very dark blue. Uh, but almost looks like, uh, like Nick said, wet asphalt could be a good way to describe it. Um, maybe the air bubbles from water when you like submerge, maybe this person's head is submerged in water or something. And those are like the air bubbles from them submerging their head. Uh, some kind of like droplets of sorts. But I think what makes this look so cool is I, I love the like color tone. It's very blue and blue is mm. my favorite color. Um, but yeah it's just this it's i've always had questions about this and of course what i could have done and should have done since i was going to be talking about this was like google those questions that i had so i could explain it but um mike i I have you that's why i'm here yeah there you go because this is a really good example of where there's actually like history and like stuff or like reason behind the art. Okay. So missed opportunity on your part, but but I got you covered. I will say Um, uh, this actually, the album is, it appears in the background on a shelf. Yes. In an episode of Atlanta. I forget which one, but um, this article talks about that. Is it, is it when they go to like Drake's party? in his house i feel no, like i think it's like someone's office um yeah i can't remember is, they'll show is, the scene yeah. in this article. anyways go ahead um i mean we won't um we'll probably just link this article um but this is the image that inspired it um oh, one of his okay. favorite albums hmm. um interesting Funk and then there's a video like the story behind it so that's oh, yeah. fun so i think there's a lot more here mike that you could dig into in uh educate but here's the the background from Alana, where the album the, is sitting on the, the shelf. That tweet said, and we didn't even know. I knew exactly Ooh. when that scene happened. I was like, dude, that's a great album. Just chilling on the the back there, <laughs> right, right there. Ugly Joe, Ugly Joe knows. Look at that, yeah. nice. Wow. That's what this talks about up here. Every day, guy knows some things. He does. He knows a uh, thing or two because he's seen a thing or two. <laughs> Uh, and obviously, there's a video of the deconstruction of the making of Redbone, the best song, one of the greatest songs um, of recent times. Yes. Um, but I got to know, like, are those Q-tips? Because it's probably in this video right here. Um, yeah, I don't think those are Q-tips, but I'm telling you, I think it's like some kind of uh, headdress. Oh, well, I, I felt. I mean, I, my my initial impression I was like it's an African, you know mask african headdress you know that's yeah, yeah. what they're going sure. for at least so i would say mike I, I have to say i have to point this out and i need you to hear me Blood so you weed. really you like you like provocative uh, uh album covers you, you like you like things that kind of mess with your head a little bit kind of get your attention the, see these these co- the covers you picked are like so uncomfortable for me I, I don't i don't find any type of like I, I, I can the, I, the two envelope, of the three. I mentally was uncomfortable. I I mentally wait. Which one envelope? Which one? The first one, the, the dear wormwood. Oh no, no, that was good. That yeah. was good. Aside from that, James one, that actually can't go get his mail ever. He has like a <laughs> a, a, a weird crippling fear of postage. Uh, you know, it's upsetting. <laughs> no, yeah, but the, uh, no, the, you know, no, your last two. I was just saying. I was saying no. You you definitely have a 
and I'm saying I'm I'm pointing this out. Just I was being kind of facetious, but I actually point this out because I think this is is an interesting kind of idea because like you are really I mean they're your top picks of like these like provocative images that are like uncomfortable. I mean this is very uncomfortable to me. I watch this. I look at this. And I'm like she's got no eyeballs. You know, it's like I'm just like uh, it makes me very uncomfortable. And same with the last dude. It's just like I, I got to quit looking at it. But like yeah, the, that, the cold sword gets you every time. Yeah. Oh my gosh, I did see the cold sword. But what it is is, I'm saying what's interesting is that like that art, the idea of art, and the idea of you know, and album covers are art, and it pulls you in or it doesn't. It kind of polarizes and it kind of it's provocative. It's when I say provocative, I mean it gets it, it elicits an emotion. I think. Yeah, yeah. And yeah. Uh, and I, I mean I love this. This is a really good album too. And um. And in my perspective too, and uh, but yeah, it's just like yeah, I'm just I'm just saying I think that's interesting because that is a whole way that you know I was thinking about this like uh, you know back before the internet before you could try things, excuse you said you had to yeah but excuse you excuse you <laughs> don't <laughs> mind to, him I must have said nicer it just came over but uh, you know you know we used to choose you know new music off of like the album covers you know it's like oh that's interesting and people would buy it because it was interesting it yeah. makes either uncomfortable or kind of look cool or look, like look tough whatever so just, yeah. just, some, just throwing some thoughts out there so for sure i mean if we were back in uh i mean oftentimes when i'm scrolling through uh like a streaming service like mm-hmm. netflix or apple mm-hmm. prime hulu whatever yeah uh looking for something new to watch <clears throat> oftentimes i look at you know the thumbnail of the show or the movie mm-hmm. and if it looks interesting like i think that's why i chose black mirror which was mm. both one of the best and simultaneously worst decisions of my life oh my gosh <laughs> was, uh, discovering that show knowing nothing about it um but i think subconsciously uh that's why i lean towards the picks that i did is like if if i knew nothing about anything and was just browsing you know records at a record shop or whatever mm-hmm. if i saw this i would be intrigued and be like well that looks really weird let's check it out mm-hmm. and then i mean which i think is the purpose right other than um you know trying to convey whatever message you're trying to convey the other intent is to peak interest right and this definitely does that yeah, me. I was. I yeah, I would say the emo, emotion it provokes provokes in me. It's like he's trying to elicit an emotion. I'd say like blue nightmare. <laughs> I'm in. A, I'm in a nightmare, and it's blue, and I just want to. Yeah, die. someone's trying, trying to die. drown you while <laughs> bluing Q-tips around your head. Yeah, it's it's my worst nightmare. Well, one thing that kind of, like. The way very you, specific nightmare it's, it's, i mean I, I don't know how you i don't know how you know i don't know what the world it's real setting if you just know that uh but when, but when you say kind of like um you know it's unsettling or mm-hmm. um also like provoking just that i also have this idea in my mind where it's like you know obviously if i had a space like say it would be a bar or a club or just like a hangout place or even like say like showboys offices right so obviously, like people, you know, people are gonna come there, and or even it's like a restaurant, things like that. Like people mm. go to these places, and for certain reasons, right? And my idea is that you draw people in because they they want to be somewhere, but then you put provocative art around, right? That makes people uncomfortable, 
but obviously they're there because for a whole lot of other reasons, not because they are, but while they're there, they're forced to see this provocative art. And therefore over time they, they think about it more and they become more familiar with it and just become more comfortable with it or completely not. But the way I go about thinking about it is that um, I like the idea of putting this sort of stuff in front of people where they can't really escape it. Um, it just kind of forces the conversation, you know? Mm-hmm. Um, so I, I like drawing out people's like discomfort in, in art mm-hmm. and then kind of forcing that conversation. It's just fun to me. Mm-hmm. Yeah. That's great. That's so I'm point. glad Mike's art makes you uncomfortable. Um, and then we're here to talk about it. Yeah. Well, let's talk about my emotions about this. <laughs> but you, I mean, Mike already t- uh, quickly identified my deepest fear of drowning in water, surrounded by toothpicks, <laughs> or not toothpicks, Q-tips, Q-tips. Um, I, I I'm looking at an article here that's uh, that's talking about the image, and uh, it says it also appears as if the bodiless head is laid out on the concrete. So Nick, Ooh. you're not the only person that. Saw and thought of asphalt. Nice. I'm glad. And I, I've never really thought about that until I looked at it. Cause I've always been fixated on obviously like the white eyes and then like the what's on the head. Mm-hmm. Um, so bringing a big screen here definitely um, puts new perspective on things, especially when we see the eyes and the mouth in the, in the dirt, in the DS2. Um, right. Right. Cover. And I'm trying to, I'll find it after the the next thing. I'll bring it up. Um, I'm also going to find it really quick. February 4th. Where is it? I was at, We're at this restaurant um, in Pinecrest, which is north of here a ways. But across from the our table was this piece of like there is not a lot of art in this place. Like there's some pieces, but like this was the lone piece of art behind this booth. <laughs> and it it's, um, I believe that's Marilyn Monroe. Marilyn Monroe. And she has a bandana and this restaurant opened during COVID. Um, mm. So I don't oh. know, like, <laughs> I, awesome. I asked the waitress and like, she had no idea, of course. And like, never really thought about it, but I'm sitting here and I'm like, that is a very dope piece of art. Like I would hang that in my, in my home. Um, mm. Mostly because it's, it's Marilyn Monroe in a, in a bandana, but then it's like, you know, the fact that they opened in COVID, like, yeah. do they have the times? Yeah. I don't know. It was just cool because obviously she didn't wear a bandana ever. Um, <laughs> I, know that. I do not know that, but um, yeah, but no, I, I thought that was a really cool, cool picture. I kind of wanted to take it from them. Um, <laughs> That's that's like the yeah, kind of stuff that I like. Is really cool. That would it make a great cool. album cover. It would. Yeah, exactly. Yeah. Especially if you could wall. find a way to play, like do a play on her name or something. Um, Quick, what type of music would this be if it was an album art? Um, easily rap, but I, I, there's probably like easily a, rap. Yeah. <laughs> um, I was thinking like this could be a cool like Rage Against, Rage Against Machine or mm. um, Rise Against. Mm. I agree. I agree with all those. Very it's like so- uh, punkish, anti-establishment. You know, yeah. 
it's a little Yachty album, man. Like, <laughs> a little boat. A little boat. Um, a little boat album. Yeah. Uh. <laughs> <laughs> yes. Oh, Joe's, you're just killing me tonight. <laughs> Marilyn Monrona. <laughs> <laughs> yep. Boom. The co the COVID tapes. Um, oh yeah. <laughs> COVID tapes. Love it. Oh, that's so great. Good. Um, <clears throat> all right. Glad we got that out of the way. It Siv says it's rap. We used to sell shirts with this graphic on it. Oh, oh, nice. well, see, dude, Siv, man, I love his, 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 um, parts of his life. We get to, un I know, unpack. He literally knows a thing or two because he's actually seen a, a thing, thing or two, two. or yeah. five most random stories from Siv. I love it. Yeah. <clears throat> All right, all right, we moving. We moving. Yeah, yeah. All right. Don't, don't wanna, don't wanna make James afraid anymore. <laughs> yeah. You're... Um, this this one isn't scary at all. Uh, it combines a few elements. I feel like of past things, and uh, this is Juicy J's, I believe, 2011 album, Stay Trippy, um, mm -hmm. and it's actually his first, like, kind of mainstream album after his kind of like leave from three six mafia not that he left it but like he did break out um in the early last decade into his own solo act um he, but, he actually just got done doing a 5k color run yeah exactly and see once again i guess i like the the, the 5k <laughs> color run um splashes of paint and color um mm. but uh to describe the image it's um it's juicy j and basically a, a kind of casual uh tuxedo or suit and he has a woman in basically her underwear holding onto his leg and they are covered in red and green paint um while he's holding a champagne bottle um it was a he, christmas 5k color run christmas 5k <laughs> color run um he definitely has a grill in as he always does and he has some um very nice shades on and he kind of he's kind of has that like what the heck or like let's go or why did you throw paint on me why did you throw paint on me i, I was literally trying to take an album picture right now and you just threw paint on us um what the heck so yeah and okay so the, the reason i like this is um this came out while i was in college and this album is just packed full of just like party bangers like from front to back, that's really all this album is. A lot of good uh, Memphis kind of like Middle South rap going on. Uh, lots of good beats. And this this imagery just kind of, for me, captures that period of time for me. Like this was basically how I felt uh, when it was time to go out and party. Um, this is the, the aesthetic I was trying to like carry in my mind. Um, <laughs> But it, it's also stay trippy. Um, so obviously it's kind of like formal wear, but then it's kind of tripped out with some colors and paint is kind of splattered all around. And once again, it's kind of a very artistic. Um, it reminds me actually a little bit now thinking about it. Um, what was that that movie, that horror movie we talked about with uh, Wendigoon, Mike? I mean, at the end, lot. at the end, we're like <laughs> they're in that art display. Oh, uh, ah, oh, oh, shoot. Biosiv made us watch it. Yeah. Oh, man. Bio. Murder Party. 
murder, murder party. party. That's yep. It. So it kind of reminds me of that, where it's just like that that art that room that's like an art exhibit, and yeah, it's just yeah. blood everywhere. Um, <laughs> yeah, murder party. Yeah, it's a it's a pretty funny movie. Yeah. So yeah, this one's just like iconic to me, and it's just um, I'd put this on my wall for sure. Um, because one, it kind of like reminds me of a certain period of my life. Uh, it reminds me of the music that's in it, and. To me, it just like conveys a certain sense of like a certain uh, almost like an emoji, right? The, his stance there, his situation, right. like mm-hmm. he's dressed up, he has champagne, he's obviously doing something and like it's just tripped out with just covered in paint. I do feel like we need to crop like from his belly button up as a discord emoji. Right, you know, it, it conveys right that could be a Discord emoji. It conveys an emotion. It's like it's like the question mark meme, yeah. <laughs> and also the like, what the heck meme? Like I don't know. It's just like a lot yeah. of different things going on here. It makes it also makes me wonder. Like I, I know I I keep like cracking jokes about the colors and stuff, but like, has a rapper ever put out a Christmas album? And if they did this should be the album cover for it. <laughs> I mean, he should, um, he should make a Christmas album. It would be, it'd be awesome. I mean, we've had, we have metal Christmas albums. I love metal have, covers of actual Christmas songs. Those yeah, are dude. They're great. I mean, I'm sure there's country Christmas albums. There's folk Christmas albums. There's pop Christmas albums. Is there a rap Christmas album out there somewhere? And if not, <laughs> Why? Yeah. yeah. Well, there was uh, Run DMC, and it's about as far and it's about as good as I can get. Did they have? Did they do Christmas stuff? Yep. Christmas time oh, and right. Hollis Queens. I don't know if it's a full album. I'd have to I'll have to look that up for us here. But they had, they had a ah. they had a Christmas song. Let's look. It's awesome. Glad we had an old head in here. Yeah, I can finally <laughs> speak to something. <laughs> <laughs> Uh, so that's your third and final pick, eh, Nick? That is good. Most you had, definitely you had good, is. good three choices. Could definitely yeah. see all of them being pieces hung on on somebody's wall, especially yours. Dang oh, by the straight. way, uh, it's from uh, a Christmas. It's a very special Christmas. Uh, that's that was the rap album for Run DMC. Oh, nice. So yeah. what? There is at least one out there somewhere. Yep. Nice. There's multiple people on that, I guess. So. Anywho. So what do we got here, James? Rounding us out with our top threes, and we'll get into honorable mentions if you guys have do it, man. Hook me up. All right. Oh, so. dude. Yeah. That looks so, so cool. So I went with, as you know, nothing provocative on, on my top three. I put with all like actual art I would put on a wall. So I was, I was more of a slave to the, <laughs> the concept. <laughs> but you guys did too. But I mean, that. Yeah. I should say, yeah, James but... just playing it safe, but no. all three really good images that yeah, I man. could definitely see hanging on a wall. That's right. So, Me Without You, uh, the band is uh, this album is it's uh, almost like from from a distance, it almost looks like almost like hand painted, like you know, with your fingers almost finger painted, almost it's you know whatever. But there's actually in inside of it, it's kind of like a, what what do you call that? Like a 
it's a bunch of a bunch of pitchers inside of a pitcher, so to so to speak. Like a mosaic, but it's kind of yeah, like mosaic. a like a like a almost like a stencil like outlines of figures. Yeah, but there's like a building in the middle, um, and there's a fish at the bottom, and uh, there's a sun on one side and moon on the other. And so I think there's different uh, kind of meanings in there. And there's uh, some I'd have to I think I didn't look into the art background, but there's various things that I think they kind of pull into um, kind of faith based, you know, kind of ancient uh, imagery. Some of the stuff with like the old the anchor, the fish, you know, uh, kind of, you know, basic basic paintings that they used to do back in the first century. But anyways, but I think with this, it's just I would just. I love me without you. It's a really good album. This is uh, off of their third album. They're, if you guys don't know me without you, they're indie kind of indie music with uh, some screaming poetry over top of it. They were kind of one of the first bands to kind of do that. Now it's kind of passe at this point. No, nobody really cares about that. But when they kind of came out in the early two thousands, that was kind of a unique thing that he was like shout kind of shouting poetry and then screaming and singing and you know, the kind of choir of, of singing, you know, at, at, at times. And so there's a lot of good stuff, but like this album itself has some really good songs on here. Um, the uh, yellow spider, orange spider, you know, this like goofy, weird songs about spiders. And uh, it's got like January, 1979 and the sweater poorly knit. So some of these bands or some of these songs are kind of real or some of their big uh, hits for people who are into them. But yeah, so these guys are real artistic. I, I love this. Um, I just think it's really, um, genuinely like it's art yeah <laughs> you'd, for sure that you'd see in like a you know put people in a place selling art so to speak you know but again this is just something i would literally put on my wall and uh for sure would and i love the album so i you know i i feel like with this kind of stuff it's like yeah some of the more indie kind of emo bands have some really good kind of role yeah um, for sure kind of not necessarily thought provoking but just kind of cool so that's right yeah love that. no it looks it looks really really awesome and uh it, it definitely has like the canvasy look like it was mm. you know painted on canvas and absolutely um yeah it's 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 very this one's nice very striking for mm-hmm. sure yeah uh joe cross greece he says i really like this one hey there you go there but i go. will say i will say i saved my provocative ones for the end so this oh, is nice. still on the same page my hoodie keeps like riding up, man. Hey. Nuts. Hey. Um, yeah. That. Top three. Pretty good. I definitely could see all nine of these hanging up on a wall. I would yeah. put all nine of them on my wall, actually. Nice. Very good. Nice. Good, man. Yeah. So, uh, like I said at the beginning, I had a lot of options to choose from. So I, I picked a few honorable mentions and, uh, you know, hopefully Nick will be able to pull images up of these as I talk about them. I probably won't. I, I don't expect any of us to go like super in depth on any of these. Uh, but I wanted, you know, sometimes it's hard to narrow things down to three. So, yeah. um, one of my first ones was Tyler the Creator's album Flower Boy. Um, I, I mean, I think. Every album we picked, obviously, we liked the album a lot. But um, yeah, I just I, I love the art on this one. It's uh, let me so I can describe it to people. 
Uh, so it's like a a picture of Tyler standing in a uh, hilly landscape amongst some sunflowers with some clouds and a bunch of bees and one bee covering his face. Um, Don't forget it's McLaren down in the valley there oh. on the road. Is that what that is? I couldn't tell if that was just like a bee really far away. Oh, no, that definitely is. That's awesome. <laughs> um, but it's a really cool picture. I, I love this this picture. It's awesome. Um, another one of my honorable mentions is Joey Badass, All-American Badass. Um, this dude I actually discovered on uh, a little show. I don't know if you've ever heard me talk about it, but um, never called Mr. Robot. Uh, he plays a, a side character in the show. Uh, and I found out that he was a rapper through there. And then I was like, oh, let's go check it out. And I actually fell in love with this album. It's, uh, again, another probably provocative cover here. <laughs> right, especially image. because, you know, American is spelled with three Ks. Um, you got him in an old rusty car hanging out the window Flip, flipping everyone off and what's the design on the flag there gang bandana Yeet. artwork Yeet. um <laughs> so yeah uh very interesting picture uh and a, a very good and thought-provoking album i must say uh <laughs> if you haven't heard it i would i definitely recommend it um i have also the midnight nocturnal um this one is just if you're into like 80s synthy like synth wave chill wave type music i am um <laughs> one first off the midnight is a fantastic band uh but this album cover basically is just screams 80s it's got the neon colors uh you, you're you're in the driver's seat of a car you have like the speedometer and the steering wheel um, with like <clears throat> the the neon blues. Uh, you have like a little bit of water on the windshield and the the streetscape is just neon lights. Um, it's he's doing about 60. It's pretty respectable. So I hope <laughs> that that road that is lit up by the neon lights is a highway or else it's not very safe. He's also riding with a half tank of gas, which is also, I mean, if if it was today, that would just be flaunting his <laughs> financial status uh, that he could afford a half a tank of gas. Um, I think I think what this I think what this communicates is like it's this uh, it's like good cruising music because everything's just really like right in the middle, just like yeah, you know. No, it, it's great, and and just talking about this immediately got one of their songs stuck in my head <laughs> so uh i love this band and they have a lot of great music if you're into like the the synth wave stuff um it's very good like background while you're working uh while you're driving uh, i like to listen to it while i'm mowing the lawn you know out there with a little push mower um <laughs> six then, miles per hour yeah, exactly. Uh, <laughs> the yard looks terrible, but I got it done pretty quick. Um, my last honorable mention here <laughs> is another legendary 
artist and album cover and this is Ooh. Riff Raff's album Pink Python. Uh I mean, if you know anything about Riff Raff, you just got a side profile uh <laughs> with the legendary the mullet. mullet, the legendary penciled uh weird beard uh you know, sideburn design goatee uh all this on the uh like backdrop of of course pink snakeskin um classic i mean riffraff come on i don't even feel i feel like i don't even have to say anything else (laughs) it's also surprisingly got a few bangers on it maybe that's not surprising i don't know (laughs) you tell me have you ever listened to riffraff james i have not actually what i know i know man i'm just but he's I'm... like the white m&m is he yeah he's the uh <laughs> i forget all the people he's the white version of um <laughs> <laughs> the baseball player one is my favorite one uh i forget it gets lost in all of his like comparison <laughs> lines <laughs> that he does it's <laughs> Is he, uh, is he, well, yeah, what would you say? Is this ironic? Is he ironic or is this like? He's it's, satire. Like, yeah, satire. He ta- uh, I think he takes his music s- serious, but his character is, yeah. It have has you seen to Spring be. Breakers? Yeah. Have you ever seen? I think so. Um, <laughs> it's literally James Franco's character in Spring uh, okay. Breakers. I see. I got it, gotcha, I gotcha. it, it, It's, yeah, it, it's like the ironic or like, satire the fact that he is half as good as like he kind of is it's weird he he is kind of a good rapper but also like kind of not a good rapper (laughs) but like there's enough of both to just make you confused all the time while you're listening to him at least that's how i view it yeah yeah Yeah. it's weird uh joe cross says i did not understand the assignment and have changed my discord answers uh, we'll get to those here in a few minutes, but uh, I want to hear uh, Nick and James honorable mentions. Oh, this was not an honorable mention, but uh, was very close to being a pick and an honorable mention. And this is Hobo Johnson's uh, album, The Rise of Hobo Johnson. And uh, it's terrible. Talk about scary. This is like a uh, pencil uh esque sketch of hobo johnson looking rather psychotic and also feel like this could be a great discord emoji like that far zoomed in that needs to be a discord emoji please (laughs) oh yeah Uh, but if you've never listened to hobo johnson uh you should and it would make this picture make a lot of sense to you yeah this is one of my honorable Ooh. mentions. Oh, good one. Good one. Um, just going to toss this up here. Um, this is the Slim Shady LP. Um, just, I don't know. I just, I just love this album cover. It's, it's dark. It's gritty. It's very unknown right at the time for being like his first album. Mm. This album obviously made big splash on the scene. Uh, basically like a pop culture tidal wave that just overtook the world at the time Mm -hmm. but you know looking at this album cover you don't really get a lot of it until you've listened to the album um so Mm -hmm. just a just a very kind of classic imagery in my mind then you got the the goofy slim shady 
right written in color while the rest yeah. of it's very kind of like bluish gray yeah. dead body child in the picture you know not a dead child but correct. there is a dead body also in a the child <laughs> yeah right <laughs> thank you mike that was helpful yeah yeah no problem don't want to freak any uh audio listeners out there. i have to be honest i've seen this bajillion times and i never realized there's a kid in this picture yeah yeah that's old Haley. um they went uh they took mommy to the to the to the pier go swimming <laughs> uh, <laughs> oh, all right that so, was your only honorable mention no i mean we're in random mode right now oh okay okay Okay, so this is my random. I I was just like, I gotta throw this in here. I came across this one. Uh, okay, so it's a striper. Go going. I'm going like so old on this one. Super eighties, yeah, eighties metal. So um, so striper is a the first uh, Christian metal band in the eighties, and so they're very controversial for the time. Uh, but anyways, this is a this is a I don't know. It's like uh, in the two thousands, they kind of came back, kind of made a comeback, kind of thing. So it's an image of uh, somebody in chains, and he's got really big wings, and he's kind of caught between like he's like there's a pit of fire under him, and there's like a light kind of coming out of the tunnel kind of thing, and it's kind of like breaking through chains. It's called No More Hell to Pay, and uh, but there's there's some you know kind of uh, metaphorical kind of concepts of kind of like being set free and stuff like that in this, uh, the spiritual imagery, so to speak. But, but what I, I love about it is just, I feel like it's just really, uh, badass and pretty, uh, sweet. If, if I was, if I had my own place and I didn't have a wife and I didn't have kids, <laughs> I would put this on my wall. Uh, I would, it's like, I would, I would like, this is cool. Um, just because yeah. I just, I just love it. It's just like really well done. I think. Well, you know. and if you, it, it's another one of those where if you remove the text, like it just looks like a cool painting. Mm-hmm absolutely so yeah so i just think i just feel like this to me i was just, i saw this and i was thinking like yeah man like this is like this is everything i would ever want if you're if you're in a metal band and you're really trying to kick it this is good what do you say <laughs> i sang one of their songs at church one time the congregation was very quiet afterward <laughs> yes uh, so um, yeah so strepper's one of those bands for me it's like a, it's a guilty pleasure these days where it's just like it's just he's just all in man he just does the yeah. screams and all that stuff it's great um little shout out to joe he's uh, a streamer and he's a great one at that uh but one of my favorite things about his stream which he probably does not like uh that i do this so often is one of his uh like twitch channel rewards so when you watch a streamer on twitch uh you earn points on the channel and then if the streamer wants to they can set up like rewards that you can use your points on during their stream one of his is singing the comments so like uh if (laughs) if a song comes on in the game he's playing or whatever that i i'm feeling i'll like make him sing through the comments to the song like to the rhythm of the song uh one stream his his uh his grandkid or her kid i i'm sorry i do not know uh beluga boys uh relation to you joe so I apologize in advance, but he's playing Roblox and there were some pretty, you know, great bops coming on. And I was like, you got to sing the comments to this song. And he does every time. And it's great. I love nice. it. You should go check out his stream. He's a great streamer. Uh, but yeah. Do we have any other honorable mentions or are we ready to uh, go into discord? 
Oh, and this was my uh, other honorable mention is uh, oh, nice. Sunday Day Real Estate. Um, their old school kind of uh, emo band from the back in the day. And uh, this is Diary. Um, this this image is of, if you can't see, it's little weeble people. I don't know what they call them, uh, little people. I don't know, but old wow. school. Like, place <laughs> Bro, that's not very PC, dude. What What is it? You trying to get us canceled? So what are you talking about? Little people? Oh, no, no. We, it's a weeble people, they call them. Or, oh, oh little, no. isn't, isn't that what's you called? You said little people. Little people um, isn't that what it's called? We prefer vertically challenged on the show. No, I'm just kidding. Um, no, what my is, my kids the... have a lot of little people toys. Okay. Mike, you just, you just said it. Just kidding. But, um, <laughs> <laughs> what's your mouth? Anyway, so there's uh, some <clears throat> toy people surrounding in a kitchen with the lights off with the toaster on fire. I love it, and so that is, yeah, it's just interesting. It's old. It's old school. Um, I don't. I have no idea what they're trying to convey, but it's like definitely like yeah. It's to me, it's a little creepy, a little kind of cool. Yeah. It's kind of got like, like a like a Fallout or even Control like <laughs> yeah. vibe in like the the stuff you find. Yeah, exactly. It's the beginning of the Threshold Kids. Yeah, um, <laughs> I I particularly like the expression on the mom's face. <laughs> she looks like the, the like the killer and this one looks terrifying too these two are smiling yeah these two are kind of like sinister yeah yeah um this reminds me of a funny toast story and yes i have a toast story that uh, <laughs> nah, happened on stories. sunday <laughs> um we weren't sure if we were going to make it to church on sunday uh because all last week our oldest was out with a fever which talk about <laughs> the worst spring break ever oh, we had all these plans to do fun stuff and uh didn't get to do any of it because she had a fever the whole time like she wasn't throwing up or anything she just like was coughing had a fever all week uh so saturday she was feeling a little better and we weren't sure if she was actually better or if it was like a, a, a pseudo uh recovery mm. uh but sunday morning she was fine. Everyone was fine. Uh, but we made the decision last minute to go to church. And like I got the kids breakfast. And with their breakfast, I was going to give them toast. So I put it down. Um, and then they were eating the rest of their breakfast. And I was getting ready. My wife's getting ready. The eight-month-old is crying because she's eight months old. And that's what they do. Mm-hmm. Uh, and then we like rush out the door. And then I come back after church and like go to get a cup of water and i walk over and the toast is just sitting there like uh, like popped up out of the toaster i was like oh i guess we forgot to give you your toast and it was like hard as a rock but my four-year-old was like i want it and i was like no anyway so it's a toast story <laughs> oh man it was not a good story i didn't yeah. say it was a good story so i had a toast story wow. there aren't many toast stories out there so you, you got it man oh yeah. what's this this is like legit picture. This, uh, I didn't make a banner for this, but I'm glad you put it up. This is actually <clears throat> a local band. Uh, I, I don't think they're a band anymore. But they were several years ago called Come Wind. Mm. And uh, this album was called Move in Place. Mm. Uh, it was really good. I just really like the picture. I don't, that's, that's the only reason. Scary. It's just black and white. <clears throat> picture of a desolate looking house um mm. decrepit maybe uh, like this the siding paints like all chipping off uh very narrow door. Sem- yeah very very oh, skinny gosh. door definitely would not fit 
myself. Um, kind of looks like maybe the awning of the porch there has some fire damage. Maybe hmm. it's fresh. Could just be a color grading thing. Anyway, ghost yeah. right here. Ghost <laughs> could be. Yes, I was um, gonna say. That. Oh, good. no, it's just like in in the middle of nowhere. It looks like and Ohio. Uh, yeah, exactly. It probably is. <laughs> And uh, just a picture they took in Ohio somewhere. <laughs> um, yeah, that's great. Yeah, we'll say I, I, I hosted Come Wind in a, in a, our church back in the day, and uh, they uh, we, we were supposed to have somebody else. They came and they did their thing, and they were too loud. We were next to a pet hospital, <laughs> and the dogs were going crazy, and we're like, "Yeah, turn it down." I'm sorry. There's they awesome. were good though. Did you like? Oh, they're, them? Oh, they're good. They're I awesome. love them. They're they really were good. so good. Um, yeah. Shout out, come wind. Uh, yeah, whoop. I really thought they were uh, gonna go somewhere. I don't know if they did or not, but same. Okay. Uh, but you you flashed uh, the next one. Do no it. pun intended. Well, maybe pun intended. I don't know. Yeah, flashed. Uh, this is Mac Miller's watching movies with the sound off. Um, fantastic album, right? But uh, the artwork here is I I like it because it's an kind of like an odor nod to um, when it makes people uncomfortable too. Um, there's many great like Rolling Stone covers and different covers of artists basically going nude on the cover, you know, for <laughs> something, right? Anywhere from Red Hot Chili Peppers, Eminem yeah. has one, I believe like Marilyn Manson has one, um, Young Thug even has one. And it's just kind of like this nod to this kind of trope or tradition that artists kind of like take where they you know they basically go nude on an album cover or a rolling stone cover um and this is a really great kind of turning point in my mind for mac miller and his career where he really kind of just started doing the very experimental music that he really kind of found himself comfortable in in the uh the the peak years of his career before his unfortunate uh passing rest yeah. in peace I got to say, uh, his Tiny Desk concert is one of my yeah. favorite Tiny Desk concerts. I loved it. Yeah, um, he, he could play a ton of instruments, and like he was just a very gifted individual when it came to uh, music itself. Uh, his uh, his album Swimming was on one of mine, uh, one of my thoughts options yeah. to pick for tonight. Yeah, definitely. Yeah. And... My only other honorable mention was like a bunch of young thug covers um, just because they're all like super artistic um, and cool. This is like Google images. This is like a very recent album. His, this oh, is pretty cool. This is actually, um, these are all him that make up a mosaic. Just oh. different sized hymns. Um, Dude, that's awesome. Trying to, I don't know if there's like a bigger one. No, there isn't. Um, which I could find, but yeah, there's like that. This one like is a nod to obviously a very famous uh, actual painting, um, but it's him in various formats with like different imagery. But is obviously two people. Uh, I forget the what the actual image is. Obviously, the album we talked about. There's his his nude one. Of course, I like this one. This one's cool. So is this one season. got the Roman kind of like um, bust headdress and then just the, the bleeding eyes. Very just like graphic imagery. My fun. favorite thing about uh, you, Nick, is like 
you're the least suspecting like hardcore rap fan <laughs> i know I, I get that a lot and especially like aaron's like co-workers or friends and they'll be like oh yeah he uh he he has a lot of lego um he is to the moon like he's got a lot of biggest globes. like rap fan yeah. and he makes maps like i yeah. have an interesting palette of interests <laughs> yeah uh becca's mind is still blown anytime your love for rap comes up she's just like i just don't i can't like in my brain it doesn't compete. my first my first question is always like what is the uh you know what is what what's the music that i do listen to by the appearance of me i don't know <laughs> No, I don't, I'm not meant to listen to music. It is a complete abomination <laughs> that I listen to music to this day. <laughs> yes. Um, we don't, I didn't make banners and we don't have images, but I'll just rattle off some of the ones, uh, uh, other ones on my list. Um, Anamana Gucci, Endless Fantasy, really cool. Some 41, All Killer, No Filler. It's a really cool album cover. Um, Norma Jean, Redeemer. Chance the Rapper's coloring book, uh, mm. J. Cole's KOD, mm. um, Metric Fantasies, <laughs> and then a smaller instrumental band called Via Luna has like all of their album art, just like Young Thug to you. Uh, all of their album art is really, really cool and artistic looking. Mm. Um, but yeah, so we, we made it through the honorable mentions. So James is scarred for life. Yeah, James. <laughs> never coming back. Probably not going to answer any of my texts anymore. <laughs> uh, but we did. Uh, I actually remembered, uh, unlike you know, two weeks ago when I forgot to post the Answer the Boys topic, I remembered. Uh, and we asked you your, your, your top three album covers um, and some other things like, you know, do you even pay attention to the album color covers or are you just interested in, in the music? Um, do you display your albums or album art anywhere? Mm. Things like that. So uh, we actually got some, some, you know, handful of replies. So I'm excited to get into these. Rachel's holiday says one of my favorite all time favorite album covers is pink Floyd's dark side of the moon. Mm. And fun fact, the intro and outro music for what the finance, which is a podcast she hosts uh, shout out. We've had Rachel on our show. She she was on for the Star Trek episode. Um, but the intro and outro music they use for What the Finance uh, were composed to have the feel of money, which is probably my favorite song on the album. Another album cover that is definitely memorable, although I'm not sure I would call it good, is Paul Overstreet's Love is Strong album. My mom used to listen to a ton of Paul Overstreet when I was a kid, and that album... Man, I don't know. Definitely evokes some <laughs> feelings. <laughs> uh, can't say I'm familiar, but due to your endorsement, I will probably continue to not be familiar with Paul <laughs> Overstreet's album, Love yeah. is Strong. Um, yeah, I think Pink Floyd also has oh, yeah. uh, many, many iconic album covers. Um, and I didn't hmm. even think of that. Hmm. I did, I I did consider... That. Yeah, I did consider Pink Floyd. I, you know, I think I think after seeing your guys' ideas, I'm just like, man, I there's other things I throw out there now. But <laughs> well, okay. I think there's enough that there could definitely be a part two of this. Yeah, I um, am Underfunded scientist says 21 Pilots self titled album, probably my favorite album and album art simultaneously. Hmm. Um, 
Yeah. I have a, another friend who's really into 21 Pilots. 21. 21. Uh, Bulletin Ben, uh, another podcast host. Uh, he hosts a podcast called Play Along Podcast. They're really good. Talked about them a few times. Uh, Jared from their show was on our Pokemon Legends Arceus uh, episode. Go check that out and go check out Play Along Podcast. Uh, he, uh, in reply to Underfunded Scientists, great band, great album, and amazing cover. I'll be honest, I don't pay much attention to covers, but I can list, list some favorite albums, which I'll take those too. Uh, 21 Pilots Vessel, Linkin mm-hmm. Park Hybrid Theory. Hmm. That Ooh. album... The hybrid theory actually does have a pretty cool album cover. Yeah, it does. Um, actually, oh man, I I was just gonna say it's like uh, that album and POD Satellite were the first two Mm. CDs I ever bought, Mm. and um, I have very fond memories of both of those albums. And like, uh, back when I was in high school, my sister. Uh, was in gymnastics, and if you're familiar with gymnastics at all, they're the meets are like five hours long, basically last like all day. Oh, um, <laughs> the so, and they're like all over the place. Like I've, I've been to so many places in Ohio because of her gymnastics meets and mm. she was really good and would always qualify for the national uh, competitions and stuff. And those were always held um, in a different place in the United States every year. So like we went to Philly one year, we went to Savannah one year, we went to Niagara Falls one year. Uh, They're just like, we we went all over the place. Um, But what I would do is I would have my little CD player, player, uh, Lincoln Park and POD. And I would just wander around, you know, a lot of them were in YMCA's or something. So I just wander around the building, listening to those two CDs and playing, uh, assorted Pokemon games on my <laughs> Game Boy Color or Game Boy Advance. Yeah, there you go. Um, and honestly, some good memories. Like a- anytime I I hear or someone talks about Hybrid Theory, my mind immediately goes to like wandering around a YMCA somewhere, listening <laughs> to that CD, and trying to catch all the Pokemon and Pokemon Gold. <laughs> <laughs> hey, I will say Lincoln Park has some pretty sweet. I mean, I don't know for, for the time, especially, but there's some pretty sweet album art like Meteora and and yeah. uh, Hybrid Theory is kind of cool. And, yeah, man, shout out to those guys, man. Good stuff. Yeah, uh, he also has the Blackout, the Best in Town, Bloodhound Gang, Hooray for Boobies, great album name. Uh, the Offspring, <laughs> Conspiracy of One, David Bowie, The Rise and Fall of Ziggy Stardust. Metallica and Justice for All, Bullet oh, for My Valentine, The Poison, and the 1975, the 1975. Mm-hmm. Uh, thank you for that bulletin, Ben. Appreciate it. I can just call you Ben. I'm not going to continue to call you bulletin, Ben. Yeah, I feel like we're on a first name basis, even though we've never talked to each other. Uh, anyways, I, I make things awkward, and I apologize. <laughs> I, um, agree, I agree with the Metallica. That's good. That's good. Uh, yeah. Uh, he also has 21 Pilots tattoo, so there's that. Um, let's see. Cozy Contagion says, pretty much all the White Zombie albums, Rob Zombie's Past, Present, Future album, Nine Inch Nails, Ad Violence, Rage Against the Machine, 1992 album, mm. Suicide Silence, Cleansing, and Corn See You on the Other Side. Mm. Yeah, I was yeah. going to say, Corn has, has some really good... Uh, really uh 
provocative uh, imagery, upsetting. Very upset. (laughs) They're just like, hey, you want to think about child molestation and murder? Yeah. Yeah. All the fun things. That's cozy. Uh, He's super unsettling like that. I know. I was going to, I don't know this guy, but just from his, his Discord picture, which is Mike Myers and the different comments and stuff that he's uh, had on our episodes. I mean, he's like a big horror fan. I am not surprised one bit by what, you know, what he put in here. Yeah, nice nails and some good stuff too. I, I, I could totally see it. Um, which corn album is it that is like the girl doing hopscotch like off the mm-hmm. cliff or whatever? That one. That that's, that's the one. See you on the other side. I believe nice, so. Nice. Or well, no, that one's. Uh, I'm gonna look that one up. That's uh, ugly kid Joe Cross said, "Dark Side of the Moon, Master of Puppets, Abbey Road." Mm-hmm. Uh, but he follow later, leader. Master follow the leader. Yeah, follow that's the leader. The one. Uh, but he later live on air recanted his decision we'll get to soon um biosiv he says oh yeah it was one of biosivs um corn follow the leader hmm. uh and he gave reasons for each one which i love uh, and, and he included images of each hmm. one so like dude this might be the best reply to the answer of the boys oh yeah but he says uh which can we just do? Uh, can we just have a moment of silence for OG BB-8? Um, I miss I miss you, Bianca. I miss your your answer. The boys replies. You know, speaking of great replies, she always had the some top tier, the most well thought out, uh, detailed replies. Um, all I can say is we miss you around here. And we hope your life gets less crazy so you can be around more. Um, anyways, didn't, you know, sorry. Thanks for letting me have my moment there. Uh, <laughs> but he says, Corn follows the leader. Uh, his reason, reason is nostalgia. It reminds me of Falling Up by uh, Shel Silverstein. The album art was created by Todd McFarlane, artist for the ma- Amazing Spider-Man comics. I did not know that. That's wow, very interesting. Uh, but yeah, that that anytime I think of corn, that's what that's the image that pops in my head is that album mm-hmm. cover. Yeah, that's really good. Um, he has tool lateralis. Uh, mm-hmm. The album covers clear plastic sheets. Each page adds parts like bones, muscles, vascular system, and that make up the whole that makes up the whole body for the cover. Um, I do remember that. And mm-hmm. uh, physical I, album art was yeah. Uh, lost, and lost. and Tool always had like really cool imagery yeah, um, and all their stuff. Oh, they did. Someone mentioned Master Puppets, <laughs> by the way. That's that's one of the best. That's amazing. I love that album. That the Who, creepy f- fingers and the yes. That was uh that was Joe Cross. Hmm. So uh, we'll see. His answer is next. Hmm. Uh, we'll see if he like kept that one or if that's one of the ones he decided to redo. Um, excuse me uh biosiv's last is mindless self-indulgence if the album art was done by um i'm gonna mispronounce this uh jonan vasquez uh he was the artist behind invader zim and johnny the homicidal maniac invader zim i love it and you can 
definitely see the uh, similarities between uh, the If album cover and the art style of Invader Zim. Like, yeah. for sure. Oh, dude, I see. I see Hobo Johnson in here as an emoji. Nick, I love you. That's that is some high quality Discord server management. Adding <laughs> requested emojis on the fly while we're podcasting live. Heck yeah. That's what I uh, do. Wow. I just don't even know what to say right now. That's awesome. Um either of you guys ever see Invader Zim? It's like a cartoon I, on I've I think seen, it was Nickelodeon. I've seen the uh, network, I don't remember. Yeah, I've seen like the cover or whatever, like you know, kind of like the main images or kind of stills of it, but I've never saw the whole yeah. thing. It's cool, it's really cool looking. Yeah. Uh and then our last answer the boys reply here is from uh Joe, ugly kid Joe Cross. He says, I didn't realize we were talking about art we would actually hang in our home. <laughs> Answers changed yeah. with little to no research. Uh, Andrew WK, I get wet. White Stripes Elephant and Fleetwood Mac. Shout out to the OGs, Fleetwood Mac. Uh, mystery to me. Um, yeah. Nice. I actually... Uh, yeah was a fan in my in my younger years of Fleetwood Mac chains in particular mm-hmm. song it's a great song top tier um but yeah that's uh boom that's all we got for you guys I mm. did not can I be honest I did not expect this episode to be two hours long you always under, underestimate us Mike I didn't think we'd be able to talk about album art for two hours that's crazy bro so easy but we totally did we totally did. Um, yeah, you guys have anything else uh, you want or uh, need to uh, get off your chest here? I don't know, man. I, I will say this has been been good, real fun, and I enjoyed uh, talking through this stuff with you guys. And and yeah, I think I think music and art those are things that I care a lot about. And I think that like yeah, I think it's I think it's interesting to see like different bands and different. Uh, kind of like approaches to you know engaging audience participation so to speak and mm-hmm. um like and i just i just think it's i, I thought it was cool like how I, I try to gravitate towards my picks things that you guys wouldn't choose and i think we all chose very different things i think that's cool so that's for sure that's a good one i mean i could i could talk about <clears throat> music for ever and ever it, it's hard though because like you know we did a good job staying focused i think on like the art and like that concept of it um Whereas I feel like each of all these albums, I could talk about the music for entire episodes oh, yeah. as well. Um, that's like a whole other can of worms and like nuts. There, there's so much you can get into when actually like dissecting and analyzing music and songs. And that would be a blast to like really get into. Um, Joe says, thanks professor. Hope to see more of you in the future. Nice, oh man, thanks, man. The, uh, here's the, the James Professor fan club has officially started. <laughs> oh, um, yeah, That's yeah right. thanks for coming on, man. It was a blast. Yeah. I mean, we always talk about this kind of stuff all the time, so it's cool to incorporate that into the podcast and yeah. getting to talk about music here. It was, it was a real treat. Uh, do you have anything you want to plug or anything before we jump out and wrap up? Well, I, you know, I will say, yeah, I've been working over the last several months on trying to get my life to a place where I could do some 
uh, you know, posting on some you know, music only kind of stuff. I've got some things going on, but we're working towards that. But you know, we talked about this, you know, a while back. I, I te- you know, I teach. I'm a professor in Kent State, and I, uh, you know, we talk about my book here. I talk about jumping on here sometime, and I'll at least plug my book if you're interested in, uh, you know, being having you know more meaningful work in uh, you know the the work that you do. You know, having it be a little more meaningful, or kind of understanding yourself a little bit more. Or kind of getting into the workforce, um, if you're kind of in college, high school kind of area, um, or just you're as a an adult, you've been working for a while, you want some encouragement. Um, I wrote a book called Worktopia. It's available on Amazon, and uh, just search Worktopia, James Ferguson. Um, but it's it's right. uh, yeah, it's, it's good, quick read. It's fun. It's funny. It's intended to be like quick. Like chapters are just a few pages, and I wrote it mostly for my classes and stuff. And everybody's had a lot of positive reviews. It's real engaging and meant to be kind of a little self-deprecating also a little bit of uh (laughs) there's some butch there's some butch ferguson stories in there oh that's that alone is worth the read (laughs) that guy's a legend Um, yes he is yeah nick we're in the presence of a renowned author did you know know, shout out yeah um yeah go check that out for sure um You can also check out uh, the Showboys Patreon page, patreon.com slash showboyspodcast. For as little as $1 a month, you can help support the show. It would mean the world to us. But if you're not in a place to be able to financially support us because, you know, you have to, like, spend your entire life savings to get a tank of gas these days, totally understandable. We're just thankful that you're here watching, and we hope that, uh, you know, by the end of the episode here, we were able to earn your subscription. So uh, if you like what you heard, uh, consider subscribing here on YouTube. Uh, you can follow us on the social medias at Showboys Podcast. Uh, if you're listening, uh, like, follow, rate on whatever platform you're listening to, audio only. That would mean the world to us, and uh, you know, help us reach more people and continue to grow. Um, other than that, uh, we got the newscast on Monday, right, Nick? Yes, we and, do. And um, I'm sure somebody. Whether it's me or Chad or one of our amazing stream team uh, partners, uh, BioCiv or Peace Love Ames, uh, or even Ugly Kid Joe Cross, somebody will be streaming some sort of video game between now and Monday. Uh, so make sure you check those out. Uh, you can always get links to their streams in our Discord. We have a streams channel where whoever is streaming, when they go live, they throw their link to their stream in there. So uh it's a great place to you know be notified of that but also stay in in touch and up to date with all things showboys related it's the best place to um communi- communicate with myself or nick uh james is in there uh, a lot of our lovely listeners are in there and it, there's a conversation going on all the time about just about anything you can think of uh there's someone to talk to about whatever's on your mind um but you know who you won't probably be able to talk to in there? Probably Chad. And let's be real. That guy. We're trying so hard. We're That's trying horrible. so hard. Um, link to our Discord is in our episode description. Uh, hope to see you there. Otherwise, uh, you guys have a great night. We'll see you on Monday. In the meantime, enjoy the Showboys theme song. We will see you soon on the other side.